Hello and welcome to Together Apart for Holy Week. For the Wednesday of Holy Week as we continue our journey. From Palm Sunday through the despair of this week. As we prepare to celebrate next Sunday the resurrection of our Saviour. This podcast is produced by the Shropshire and Marches Methodist Circuit. And there will be periods probably of silence in this. Moments of quiet where we can reflect. So if we come to those moments, please do not switch off or go away. Listen to them. Listen to the silence as well as listening to the words. And so we pray. So let us pray. The one who created us comes willingly to suffer for us. Let us spread our resolves before him like branches of a palm. The Almighty comes to us as one gentle and lowly of heart. Let us put on clothes of humility and praise. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Let us watch and wait with him. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to John. John chapter 13 verses 21 to 32. After saying this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and declared, Very truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he was speaking. One of the disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter therefore motioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So while reclining next to Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. So when he had dipped the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, after he received the piece of bread Satan entered into him. Jesus said to him, Do quickly what you are going to do. Now no one at the table knew why he said this to him. Some thought that that because Judas had the common purse, Jesus was telling him, Buy what we need for the festival, or that he should give something to the poor. So after receiving the piece of bread, he immediately went out, and it was night. When he had gone, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. May God add his blessing to those words. Words on the page that point us to the living word 
that is Jesus Christ. Amen. Today is the Wednesday of Holy Week, a day in which we remember the betrayal of Jesus by a friend, Judas. It's a passage that many of us read or aware is there, but is a passage that all too often we rush over, not thinking that it has any relevance to any of us. We're never told why Judas betrayed Jesus. Did he betray him out of a sense of revenge because he wasn't the political messiah, the earthly king? Because he felt let down, that Jesus wasn't being that. That three years of dreams and hopes were rapidly disappearing. Did he betray Jesus simply to make some money? Or did he betray Jesus because he was trying to push Jesus' hand, force him into starting a revolt against the Romans, or as some commentators would say, did he betray Jesus because he wanted Jesus to reconcile to those in religious authority at the time? We'll never know. And there's clearly a darkness at what is going on with Judas. As I've been reflecting on that passage, I wonder if it, what, this wasn't the most painful part of the passion for Jesus. More painful than the nails, more than the fear, more than the spear. Betrayal. For betrayal is a pain like no other. It's deep and searing. It's crushing and disorienting. Betrayal takes us inside out and upside down and completely messes with who we are. It takes that which we trusted most and turns it against us. It takes the warmest embrace of safety and turns it into the coldest blade piercing our soul. We need to remember that Judas was one of Jesus' closest friends, one of his most intimate confidants. Jesus had said, follow me, and Judas had followed. When things got rough and others had left, Judas stayed. In all the world, there were only a handful of people that Jesus trusted, and Judas was one of them. And yet Judas betrayed Jesus. Not some nameless informant, not his traditional foes, those in religious authority, the chief priests. But Judas, Judas who was his friend. As I said, the betrayal is perhaps, we might think, not only the most painful, but also the most overlooked part of the passion. We're drawn to and repulsed by the horror of the nails, the cross and the spear. 
that we're also removed from that. Most of us will never know the horror, that horror. For most of us, the cross is a symbol, a metaphor, but what about betrayal? Betrayal is one of our greatest fears, it's one of our deepest pains. Betrayal is what keeps us up at night. Betrayal is the sound of a treasured friend whispering against us across a restaurant table. Betrayal is the moment of revelation, that aha moment, when we realise that the supportive hand on our backs was actually holding a knife. Often betrayal leaves scars that run more deeply and heal more slowly than any other wound. For betrayal robs us of trust. Betrayal makes us question ourselves. Question whether we can ever be loved. Questions whether we are worthy. Questions who our deepest identity is and is in. And Jesus was betrayed. Betrayed by one of his own and because of that I think there are at least a couple of things as we reflect on this passage of which we can be sure. The first is that Jesus knows that pain. That means if you have been betrayed, if you have known that pain, if you are haunted by those images and voices, you can know that you're not alone. You can share that pain with the one who bears all our pain, Jesus the Christ. That pain doesn't make the pain that doesn't make the pain go away. Doesn't make it hurt less. But it does mean that all of us, even in the searing pain of betrayal, will never be alone. The second truth or hope is that Jesus didn't stop loving. Betrayal makes us ultimately vulnerable. It cuts to the heart of who we are and so betrayal tempts us to close up, to not let anyone in, to not give anyone else the opportunity ever to hurt us again. Betrayal tempts us to close ourselves off, to not trust anyone else with our love lest that love get turned against us in betrayal once more, a different person, a different situation but betrayal nonetheless. Jesus was betrayed with a kiss, ultimately, and he responded with a kiss. He felt the pain. He bore it all and continued to love. Loved all the way to death, even death on the cross. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So today, as we journey through Holy Week, as we come to those most climactic days, as we approach and on the eve of the Tridium, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday and Holy Saturday, we are preparing for the end. As we prepare for the final meal, the washing of feet, the loneliness of the garden and the agony of the cross. 
today as we stand on the precipice of the great three days of Holy Week. Perhaps we need to hear the passage that we've heard today once again. And we need to remember, remember that Jesus was betrayed. That Jesus was betrayed and stands with us bearing the pain of all our betrayals. That Jesus was betrayed and pleads with us to stand with him in all our vulnerability. And finally that Jesus was betrayed. And it wasn't the end. It was only the beginning. As we reflect on the betrayal of Jesus by Judas, as we truly don't know why he did what he did, perhaps we need to ask ourselves the question, why do we do those things that we don't intend to do, but end up doing anyway. When have we betrayed Jesus through our actions or through our inactions? And whether we have been the betrayer or the betrayed. How do we respond to that in faith and in trust? What actions by us or against us do we simply need to hold in the presence of God? knowing that Jesus knows our pain.
Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we want to follow you, to walk where you would lead, and travel the road of faithful discipleship. But though that desire is real, sometimes the way is hard and the path uncertain, such that we wonder if we can see the journey through. We look to you for guidance, so lead us forward in faith. Despite all our talk of commitment, our service is weak and our faith is poor. We are afraid of the unknown, nervous of anything that involves risk and the possibility of sacrifice. We want to be sure of our ground, clear as to what is being asked of us. So we look to you for guidance. Lead us forward in faith. Like the disciples before us, we seek some guarantee that it will all be worth it. Teach us today, through the example you gave, to walk by faith and not by sight. We look to you for guidance. So lead us forward in faith. Remind us that our trust is in things unseen. That you hold in store for us things too wonderful for words ever to express. Inspire us with the prospect of your eternal kingdom. In which there will be no more pain or sorrow. No more darkness or death. But where we will be one with you and all your people for eternity. We look to you for guidance. Lead us forward in faith. We offer to God those times that we have been betrayed by others. Perhaps those close to us. And we also remember with sadness those times when we have betrayed and have caused hurt and pain. Loving God, take from us the burden that we carry. The burden of bitterness or the burden of guilt. And loving God, we ask that if that is too hard at the moment, that we might feel the peace of your presence, the hope of your love. Remind us that for the joy set before you, you endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and that you now sit at the right hand of the throne of God. Teach us to trust in you, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, and so let us lay aside everything that holds us back 
and run with perseverance the race that is set before us. We look for your guidance. Lead us forward in faith. For your name's sake we pray. Amen. Prince of Peace, heal us. Lamb of God, redeem us. Shepherd of the sheep, guard us. Light of the world, lead us. Lord Jesus Christ, touch us by your grace and help us to live and work for you to your glory. And may the blessing of God, God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit be upon each one of us, upon those that we love and upon those that we find difficult to love this day and always. Amen. <laughs>